0: Welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we get to talk about POW Pro Wrestling's uh, last show.
1: You forgot the name of it, didn't you?
0: No, I did not. It's Bumpin' the Night's Part 2. Dig your grave. <laughs> nice save. Thank you. As uh, we get to talk about that, we get to uh, talk about uh, some TNA news, right? Is it TNA or Impact? One of the uh, two.
1: It's impact. it's impact at
0: the moment. Oh, okay, at the <laughs> moment. And some other small news in the wrestling world. But first, I'm your host, Joseph I'm alongside her with The Model, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack.
1: About to be future-endeavored, because I'm not on Big Trouble, a little podcast. <laughs> Get over it! <laughs> you know you can show
0: up whenever you want, you know? This me- is- I'm going to be the first wave of budget cut releases. <laughs> The AI man, you know, it's just the,
1: uh, somehow Jeff's in Japan, but he'll last longer than I will.
0: You know, if you want to show up on the show, you can it's just the, the producer who is the, you know, she makes the, uh, the artwork, she found a new way to do it. And the, uh, newest show, big, uh, big trouble, little podcast is the Guinea pig on the artwork and we're going to.
1: Jeff's like our truth. He gets he gets just because they forgot he's there.
0: (laughs) Then, so you and you are like, who 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 do you like to be if we're a release game?
1: First one off the fucking release gate.
0: (laughs) You you do you want to be Eric Eric Bischoff or you know like you get you come back for a week and then you're gone?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a Bischoff here. I'm back. I'm gone again.
0: And let's not forget the marquee of no-sell so entertainment,
2: Mike Boole. You know, Corey, that's fine. They can have their Big Trouble Little Podcast. We'll have Little Trouble Bigger Podcast. What's up?
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, I l- I want to see that. Yeah. I want to yeah. see that happen, guys.
3: You
2: know fuck you Joe know. Click, Click Ukraine. You, you know what I'm saying? We're going full Fuckin West Coast, East Coast on this.
0: <laughs> fuck a dog, <laughs> fuck a <laughs> clock,
2: all you that, know, you know? Super Killer Joe, don't fuck around.
1: Can I be the one that isn't in a deep love with Jada Pinkett Smith, please? Uh,
2: no, you actually are required. You you you're Damn gonna it. take that. You're gonna take Pl- that hit for us. Pinkett Smith will be little bitch.
1: I saw the best meme in the world where it's got it's Will Smith looking all exasperated and says, "The moment you realize you can't kill her, because she would just be reunited
4: with Tupac. <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> or 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 the Jada saying she's in the in the car that he gets shot up in and she's screaming, take Will.
4: Yeah. Uh, God Christ. damn. God damn.
0: Don't talk, don't talk about I it, mean, her, right, I guess?
2: You're gonna be honest, man. Like Will Smith essentially took the life Tupac was supposed to have. <laughs> well, he's paying for it now. Yeah, he is. He is paying that price. What the fuck, Chris Rock, you little bitch? Let it go.
1: Oh, and also, you know what? Before we move off this, I just have one thing to say. And I know that the Joe... or not Joe, but fucking Booble, you're a big Tupac fan. I yep. maintain Tupac would be like Snoop Dogg this day if he was still alive. Just the total fucking caricature of his former self, but not in a bad way. I love Snoop Dogg. I love that he's Mr. PC now, right? making uh, so much money off endorsements and shit. I think Tupac would be the same way.
2: Well, Tupac uh, was a caricature. Uh, yeah. that that wasn't really him. He went to performing arts high school. Oh, I know. He he did that movie Juice and uh, never let that character go. Because <laughs> he,
1: but he was smart about it. That's why. Uh, now, now
2: now he's doing a birthday bash. Is,
1: when,
0: birthday bash with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley singing boats and hoes on stage.
1: Yeah, that would totally be Tupac these days. So Stroop got his part.
2: gets <laughs> no respect. B- no Biggie
4: resistance. just died of diabetes. Oh, oh yeah. He'd be the <laughs> Wilford
2: Brimley of hip hop. <laughs> He'd be fucking <laughs> big pun. <laughs> the notorious Beatus.
3: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <Betus. laughs>
4: the notorious Dia. Damn. <laughs> I, I I don't I think
2: we can go from there. You know, I think that's it for the. <laughs> Get into that more on Big Trouble Little Podcast. (laughs) Well, let's talk about Tupac Theories, Joe, next week. I need Ricky's Tupac.
0: Tupac Uh, The Tupac Theory?
2: Sit down. Okay, I'll put it down in my notes. But you can't tell him. You just have to, out of nowhere, ask him what his theories on Tupac are. No context or anything. Go,
1: Ricky. Tupac, two minutes. Uh, Chat me up, Tupac. Rick. What do you think of the
0: Tupac, Tupac theory?
2: Chat me up, Rick. <laughs> Chat me up, Rick. Oh, it's a, it's a new podcast coming to No-Sell Entertainment. Chat me Chat up, Rick. Chat me up, Rick. <laughs> uh, ask Rick about Tupac. Got it. Here's my notes. that idea, because he will run with it.
1: That would quickly turn into No-Sell Entertainment's version of old man yelling at clouds.
2: Chat me up, Rick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 uh,
0: I, uh, off topic, he, uh. The producer put out that she had she uh bought some like hard candy and uh some type of hard candy and she posted in the group about how she has an old man Rick you know you 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 look like you sound like a four six year old woman having those and you know that that made the uh, producer did angry.
1: She, did she get a, a a gray sweater as well that she can stuff the used hanky up her? Left uh, arm pad there. Yeah, she does. The, for oh. when the grandchild has a runny nose.
0: Oh, of course. She, she has the uh, <laughs> handkerchief and all that. Um,
1: God damn!
2: It... Does she have a sewing machine? That's really the question.
0: No,
1: she does not.
2: While well, she's drinking her tea.
0: She does drink tea, but no sewing machine. We just got rid of that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we never had. We never had one.
1: God, we had three at one point. It was ridiculous. Were you having million. a sweatshop or no, you know, <laughs> off the side, you know, that's really not that's that's really not not the not the not important at this point in time.
2: No, uh, where did no submerge came from?
3: <laughs> Chat like, me up,
1: Corey. Did you have a sweatshop? Uh I used to have one in my garage, but now it's overseas. Uh, uh, much cheaper.
2: It's overseas,
4: like in Montana.
1: <laughs> Wyoming, goddammit.
4: I know. Uh, to the south of me, to the south of Oregon,
1: Wyoming.
4: Yeah, to doy. Come on, guys.
1: Down under Arizona, next to Maine.
0: <laughs> well, since we're off on a rocky start, let's uh let's jump into uh Palper Wrestling's in the nights part duh. A terrible segue to Powell, Joe. <laughs> I got nothing, Almost you know. Carlos, really bad. Corey Corey's sweatshop and all. He's sweating his way into Bumping Your Nights, Part 2, Dig Your Grave. Oh, take three.
1: Ah! Um, from, you know when, from a sweatshop full of little boys to a pizza ch- place full of sweaty men. There you go. You know what? Let's go with
0: it. Let's go with it. Bump Power Wrestling in presents Bumping the Nights, Part 2, Dig Your Grave. We start the uh, show off with the Empire's suit as it's uh, Jonas Albert Robinson.
2: Empire's sweet. Uh, Empire's sweet. sweet, Yeah, I can't read.
0: I like soup and suit more, but it's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But it's sweet. As Jonas offers the Empire. That's
1: Joe. Stop getting shit wrong. He's going to hit you. (laughs) We're gonna send you the uh, wish you the best of your future endeavors and bring Ricky <laughs> back to the fucking seat. chat,
2: fuck you up. <laughs> chat me up. Chat me up. <laughs> I said it if right. Are, you guys are interrupting me. See this, Jonas? We Corey and I are good. We got you back. Hold oh, there.
1: He got it close. He just added a couple of five, six syllables.
2: You know, you know, Jonas, that $10,000 that comes on missing, I would look at uh, Lesley's Pockets. That's all I'm saying.
0: I am, yep. like, multitasking like a mother right now. The Empire Suite, Jonas offers the Empire the $10,000 for the match if they can get King Naja and Dr. Cleaver to tag team with Jonas for tonight to take on the Super Aces in the street fight. How does that sound? Thank you. Pronunciation,
1: okay, thank you. It's hard for me, you know? You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable.
4: Well,
0: you know. I can't read. I'm going to lure it, so
4: I'll (laughs) take that. No. I just didn't do Hooked on Phonics. Shall we go? Yep. Dead air right there. Thank you. <laughs> all right,
0: let's go to the pre-shows. All Marcus,
1: that is, all it is.
0: <laughs> I'll fix it. No, uh, let's let's start with the pre-show match. As it's Marcus Eric's defeating Joey Thornton. Uh quick back and forth uh, match between the two. Uh, Marcus goes for second rope crossbody, but Thornton drop kicks him. Marcus reverses a forearm punch uh, by Thornton and to hit his finisher for the win. A uh, fun match between the two. I I think Thornton. They say it says returning, but I feel like this is our first like I think he was probably in the regret rumble.
1: I'm not sure. I don't I'd have to go back and look.
0: Uh, well, what do you think of the match?
1: Um, uh, it was okay. You know, a little opening uh pre-show match. Uh I thought Both looked okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll call Marcus Erickson Mr. Pre-show since that's all, you know.
1: Hey, man. Own it.
4: Own it. Right, you yeah.
1: See, uh He's the 2023 version of
4: uh, Body Donna Skip rocking those pre-shows in 1996
0: and shit. Uh, let's get to the uh, the card as our first match of the night was POW Tag Team Champions of so those Dirty Line Cheating Hammer Brothers. I thought this uh, was
2: weird, but this went out first. I did too. You know, it's favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers.
0: Never. Not on my book Not in my suite As they uh, defeated the workhorsemen JD, Drake, and Anthony Henry By disqualification Uh, Drake and Henry before the match Insult the crowd multiple times Get that crowd heat Um,
1: They're from the superior Wrestling capital of North Carolina So I mean To
4: step foot in Oregon Has got to be a step down Flour country Name, right. name
2: one person from North Carolina who mattered.
4: Rick Flair. Ricky Steenboard. You know, Anderson, name, name another. Arne Anderson, totally bled. Well uh, well
1: there's
4: I,
0: there. I I I think I think I think uh Booba wants us to say Charlotte, but that's just me.
1: Oh well that's not happening. <laughs> not on my book. Not on my watch. Damn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh we get the, the Jake, spot of Dick hardly knew you. You had a good run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh we get the uh, spot with uh JD Drake trying to run into the sledge and uh can't move him. Uh Hammers try to do the wheelbarrow on uh, Henry, but Drake pulls him out of the ring. The crowd hates that. the you know, got cow- it know, the crowd I'm... wants it.
2: Cowards.
1: I I dig the work horseman, so I'm, I'm biased and plus you know, it's the hammer, so yeah. You know.
2: The the t- the team name is phenomenal. Yep. The That's so good.
0: Yeah. Um, Drake with the Vader bomb in the corner to Jack. Uh, Sledge with a power slam on Drake. Uh, Hammers hit the rear barrel on Henry. Hammers are gonna go for the finisher, but Henry uh, low blows Sledge for the DQ, and then the, the workhorseman attacks Jack's leg with a chair.
1: As they should.
0: Fun, huh. uh, fun, hard hitting match between the two. Uh, I believe I would say this is up Corey's uh, aisle of a. Uh, Tag team wrestling?
1: Oh yeah, no, I, I dug this match a lot. I thought it was it was good. Um, yeah. it, Go it it would have needed to do to set up next month.
2: Powell needs to bring in the the refs and doctors from UFC because apparently, uh, if you get hit in the dick, they just tell you to your face, "No, nah, you didn't get hit in the dick." It's fine.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> I
1: read that. And I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like, well, "God, you're hurt. Get up.
1: Walk it off, I bitch." Guess- I guess I was wrong. I will quit hurting immediately since you told me I didn't get
2: hit in the dick.
0: <laughs> you are right. I did not. I guess I will continue this match. Okay. You're you're on.
2: You're right. It was my ear. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it was a fun match. Uh, the, with the work coming in to pow and, you know, getting that heat for, uh, Midnight for midnight heat sort did there for them to uh, as midnight heat's going after the tag titles and stuff and you know, it was cool to see them. And I just like the fact like you can you basically the workhorseman telling all the fans that they can uh kiss their ass, you know, but you can watch them on uh Dynamite,
1: Collision
2: Collision, Rampage, ROH. I mean nobody watches Rampage. <laughs> hey, I watched it this week. You're you're the one. Got it. Yep. Brandon Thurston will be calling you, sir. I look forward to talking to him.
0: He puts the one in you know one percent of uh, viewership. Uh, we get a promo with Brian Zane and Alan Angels next. Uh, first off, Alan Angels mic doesn't work. What type of what type of show we're we running here, Zane? You know, if you get a guest Zane's out here, make the make the mic work. Am I right? Sloppy
2: shop. Sloppy you notice, shop. You notice Brian Zane's mic worked just fine. Oh, yeah. always does. Always oh, it has got to. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Um, Angel, uh, you know, calls Eugene a poor town, and uh, once he wins the YouTube championship, uh, you'd call him that and the run man
1: of pal. I mean, come on. I mean, since if you've been hanging and
4: banging with the dark order and coming to Eugene's got to be a kick in the, in the old knob there.
2: Dang. No, no it wasn't. There's no such thing as a kick in the dick.
4: Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> well then fine, it was a just yeah. stick yeah. to
1: the quad or muscle.
0: <laughs> we get the uh, Academy, they come out and they evaluate the tag teams in Pow Pro Wrestling. Uh they started with Midnight Heat as they're a ex- uh, exemption because of the fact that uh they they're not there that often. But that's they're fair. a great team that's not named the Academy.
1: That, nothing wrong so far.
0: Uh, Hammer Brothers, uh, in their name, they're missing another H uh, because it's uh, uh, humility for what just happened. Flaming Aces.
1: Getting some strong Dean Douglas vibes.
0: Right. First, and also, we didn't get the the fan fit because one of the fans in the front row ruined that. So
4: Uh.
0: all we want is the fan fit. No, for the Flaming... Two bastards. Right for the flaming aces, aces are either ones or elevens, and normally they're just ones. Damn. Death I mean, threats. Um, uh, they need they need to uh, they need to focus on the on the threats part, but they mostly uh, but they're mostly deaf. <laughs> damn.
4: Shots fired,
3: bro. Uh, C four.
0: When uh, C4 faces the Academy, they're not known as C4. They're known as C Floor. Ha
4: <laughs> ha four.
3: There you go. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: uh, then we have the Blanchards, as the B stands for Bubba by Blanchards. Uh, you know, I like that. He's on part there. Sir. I
2: like that can't <laughs>
0: <grief> <laughs> one. One can't grieve forever. Uh, there's only oh, one it. team in the There's only one team in Pow Pro Wrestling that deserves an A And it's the Academy Then Dove and Dangerous come out Dressed like the Academy And they mock him Mock him to their face As uh, Frankie does more of a Stone Cold Impersonation than a uh, yeah, Academy impersonation
4: you, you, picked, you picked up on that, did you? Yes, <laughs> What? what? Yeah <laughs> Um now I don't know,
2: Joe Phil, the internet would have you to believe that Pat McAfee started that. What? What? Oh did they not? Um Hello Promo from the Academy. Uh now you take out, you know, if we step aside here, we pull back the curtain a tiny bit. Uh that's a hell of a fucking tag division powerful wrestling has. Uh yes it
1: is. I, I, I enjoyed mean- a great deal. And then they bring in every once in a while teams like the work horsemen and whatnot. Yes, like I got no
2: problems with it. Uh, I mean, if you want to watch good tag team wrestling, you're not watching main roster uh, national TV shows. You're watching this shit. This is where tag team wrestling comes, boy. Uh,
0: both teams, both teams get into a brawl until the refs come out to make the save. By that, I mean, break them up. Uh, our next match is uh, Charlie LaVale defeating Abigail Warren. Uh, before the match, Abigail apologizes for what she's done in the past and hanging out with one Mr. Ooh-la-la.
3: And she's taking, that, st-
0: and taking steps towards giving us the show that we deserve from her. I
1: mean, I mean, that's all fine and well, but nothing wrong with hanging out with Mr. Ooh-la-la.
2: Except for everything. A man of exquisite
1: taste and class.
2: I mean, can't dance uh, for shit. Terrible all
1: those all those French guys, they're very classy. Name one. Mr. La.
2: Damn it.
0: Boom, roasted. Uh, <laughs> Abigail, uh, she controls most of the match as during the match, Charlie tries to run from her and she gets in the face of one Mr. Ulala as then this allows Charlie to take control of the match. Um, yeah, uh, looks like she was going to uh, Abigail was going to win until one Mister Oolala gets on the apron to tell the ref that hey your shoes are untied. As that's happening, he throws Charlie a chain which he uses on Abigail to get the victory.
1: See, Pocket, Jake. He tried to help the ref and see, classy. it's classic. Classic.
0: He yeah. didn't want the trip, the ref to trip and then cause a mishap in the match. So, classic. Yeah. After the match, though, Abigail says it's not over between her and Charlie, as she says next time that they're in the ring together, when, when Charlie will have Ula lost, she will have Big
2: Ugly in her corner.
1: The opposite of classy and uh,
4: refined is Big Ugly. You're so stupid. Um, Abigail have... has a nice a nice dinner of a baguette and cheese and wine. Sounds well,
0: terrible. Yeah. Mr. Oolala did invent the moonwalk, remember? The Oolala
4: walk, so... Uh, yeah, the Oolala walk. It was, it was fantastic. Hmm. It's a negative we'll get, point. On it. It's terrible.
1: St- started a pop culture
4: phenomenon. <laughs> Some dude did it on a Motown video. Tito? Uh, Max- no. Tito Santana? <laughs> Tito Santana, that's who it was. We get a
0: promo by Brian Zane with the Super Aces, as I said, that tonight, the Super hey, Aces... uh their mic work? Yes, they did. We had Brian Zane Sean
1: Mooney of Power Pro Wrestling.
4: Not,
1: you not don't Mooney. see Jack... T- you didn't see Jack Tunney out there in the 80s interviewing all the people?
2: I mean, to be fair, you didn't see Jack Tunney. <laughs> he was true. allegedly the president.
1: <laughs> the... Uh, Pay no attention to the man behind the. the
2: <laughs> I'm not um, sure Jack knew where the offices were. To be honest.
0: <laughs> we uh, the super aces said that tonight would be the most violent you've seen of them before.
1: I didn't buy Our it night- though because because uh, uh new Jack's music wasn't playing in the background whilst they were saying it, so I didn't take them seriously. <laughs>
0: Uh, you you are spitting facts there. Um, our next match is Amira defeating Sandra Moon. Uh, during the match, I did notice that Sandra Moon started taking the heel route. Oh yeah. As the, that she came out as the baby face, as they both came out being the baby face, and then you know during the match you just notice Sandra doing the more heelish tactics.
4: I mean, well, I mean this, gonna... this is a is super over. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Plus, I mean, hard not to root for Amira when she's wearing the Eddie Guerrero gear.
2: You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's cheap. I like it though. Because if you know, uh, you just, the, the crowd immediately gets behind it. It
0: yep. was a good match. At first, uh, during the match, they had each other's numbers. Amira uh, with the spinning arm uh, bar takedown, and then does a cannonball into the corner. Uh, Sandra with yeah. a cross huh? Cannonball. Yeah, no. Can't thank you. Um, Sandra with a crossbody through the ropes and then runs Amira's head into the other turnbuckle and hits it multiple times. It's a hard hitting match between both women. Amira uh, with the top, bo- uh, top rope, uh, crossbody, Sandra with a spinning gut wrench powerbomb. However, Amira does win with the power slam.
1: I like I, this, and it, it, it picked up, uh, and going to a nice, nice, uh, nice clip towards the end.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, Hard hitting, you know, I, it was my match the night until, uh, the next match. I, um, uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Lasted long. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll just say this. it It is my match the night that doesn't have a gimmick involved.
4: Okay. I, uh, is that because it was women's match. No, there it is. There it is. <laughs> there, uh, get out of here. Still hates women.
0: <laughs> Will you stop? Yeah, yeah the,
1: the producers, the the producer's that,
4: quote unquote in Medford, right? Uh, <laughs> quote unquote. That's, quote, that's quote, them, no, code for covered in lion, buried in the backyard.
0: <laughs> the dogs are the cats are outside.
4: <laughs> <laughs> God damn
2: it. I do. I If Amira's going to wear Eddie Guerrero gear, though, I'm going to need a little more lying and cheating and stealing, though. Just a little bit more.
1: Yeah. She's channeling 1995 Nitro Eddie Guerrero. White, meat, baby face. Which
2: is a fine Guerrero to channel. That's fine.
1: (laughs) She just doesn't have the 95 mustache that he did. But, yeah, that's probably a good thing.
2: Only Tom (laughs) Selleck can have that kind of mustache.
4: God damn it. Damn right. <laughs> we
1: stand for Tom Selleck on this podcast.
2: That's right. <laughs> well, on on other podcast, Corey Big Trouble the podcast, they fucking hate that dude.
4: Well, that podcast sucks. Man. They they hey,
2: say he, sure. they say he's worth the Chris Kattan. That's what I've heard. Oh, oh that's hell. hard to do. First off, rude. Second off, no.
0: <laughs> you guys are just mean to me right now. You know.
2: Oh, we're mean to you, sir. We've been replaced. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have not. You just you <laughs> we were Woody and Toy Story, you're fucking Buzz Lightyear. We've been replaced.
0: You, you guys know, you guys can come on the show anytime you want.
4: Anybody. I to say, yeah, I I that couldn't our... do anybody know? Yeah, uh huh. Well, I kinda I got Thursday.
2: that toy story reference. I think oh. my I think our invitation got lost in the mail core by when that show was recorded. All that
1: that like. happens. All, that happens all
2: the time to me. Oh my god! I'm can I? Can we it.
1: move on? Can we move yeah. on?
0: Chat me up. All right. Our next match. It's uh. Oh, you bastard. See what you made me do. Uh, our next match. It's the <laughs>
3: yes.
0: uh. Super Aces. Uh uh-huh. Defeating. What? I said, what? Uh-huh. uh huh.
3: Uh uh huh.
0: It's the Super Aces defeating Jonas. Dr. Cleaver and King Naja in the $10,000 street fight.
1: See, here's what happened, all right? Look, I was torn here, all right? I'm all things King Naja,
4: Huge yep. fan. 100%. And I, dig, and I dig me some Dr. Cleaver. But they were teaming with joints. That's a handicap you can't overcome. <laughs> <laughs> this Jonas- was very- was, of power wrestling. This was Najon
1: Cleaver's version of the Mega Powers against the entire heel locker room in Uncensored 96. <laughs> yes,
2: it is. Yes, it was. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey the surf cop, right, for copyright reasons, they couldn't call them the Mega Powers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Not even the, the Hulk,
4: new, new, new. The Holka Powers. The Hulk of powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They were this Hulk was fun this was fun. This, this was just this chaotic.
0: Was chaotic. Aces come in with a chair and lay out everybody, and then once they start getting back in the ring, they just chuck the chair out of them. That was awesome. Um, they they brawl everywhere. You have uh Spencer Scott using a pizza pan on Naja and the near the bar. Naja's just busted open. Um, Perez with a superplex on Jonas. Uh Scott does a backflip uh, through the middle rope, but gets flipped into a kendo shot by Naja. Ow. Cleaver with a sidewalk slam on Jaden onto a chair. Ow. Uh, uh, Perez atomic drops Jonas on a broken chair and then hits him with a kendo stick.
1: That
0: was awesome. Caden Cassidy makes a run in, but then Amira comes out and lays him out with a chair. No, what the hell? Amira. You don't lie and cheat after the match. Jesus. <laughs> During the match. Um, Jaden puts Cleaver on a chair and then does a, a crossbody off the top rope through Cleaver. Naja, cool. naja gets pissed off and just decides to spine buster everybody.
4: You know I, oh, I love that. I'm you know I love spine busters.
0: Um, naja then goes, gets the clover but then Jaden uses it against him. Then they uh, triple team Naja, and then they're going to put him on a table for uh, Spencer Scott to do the swanton. However, the table breaks while not, like, setting Naja on, and they don't panic. What they do is, okay, take the broken pieces of the table and lay it on top of Naja, and then Spencer does the swanton. Crazy. Like, that's, like, awesome to see because they didn't panic. They're like, uh, what do we do? The table broke. What do we do? Just lay all the pieces on top of him instead of like oh, this, get in not don't get in another table or anything. It's just the you know like move let's let's fix this right now.
4: Oh, this was this was cool. This was a lot of fucking fun. This is my match of the night. It's a no brainer. Like this was fun as hell.
2: This yeah. feels like I, that. Uh, God damn it! Who was it? Uh, and That. Was it Funk and Brad Armstrong in that stable fight on Nitro? Oh, Chris
4: oh Candido
2: and didn't <laughs> um, Did yeah. in this match.
1: It was fun, chaotic bullshit, and I loved it. Oh, and super J- oh. Super Aces is fun to watch too. They are together.
0: Um. Also, Jaden does a coast to coast on Jonas for uh for uh for yeah to get the win. But no, it was fun. Like this was the match of the night for me. Um you know, it's the you know, we see the funny side of Naja, but when he's serious, you know, he's serious, don't mess with yeah. him. This is some
4: good shit right here.
0: Uh-huh. Uh again, you know, it's just good storytelling between all, you know, all six men because they've been feuding for the past, you know, months.
4: And, you know, I I just need more King Naja in my life. Push him to the moon. To the moon. Our next match is for
0: the uh, Wrestling with Regret YouTube Championship as Chris Brady defeats Alan Angel, Sonico, and Good Brother Levi for it.
1: I mean, I'm torn. I mean, Good Brother Levi barely had a chance to, to become acquainted with the championship before it was grabbed from him. Yep. And rehomed, as it were.
0: Um, quick start to uh in this match as they all go for the fast pinfall. Um they all had really good chemistry. Like Allen Angels
1: fitted right in with this, like in this four way. Dude, Alan Angels is under appreciated. Uh he's been killing it in prestige. Uh he's been doing good in other indies. Uh he's he's been Really fun to watch on Impact. Uh, he plays the same. I mean, the, just the same douchebag fucking heel. He's really good. Um, yeah, he he kills it. He was great. Everybody was good in this match. This was a yep. really fun match too.
0: It was. Um, I like the spot they do when everybody tries to run off the ropes and then they get pulled under from by someone. Yeah, that that was cheeky um angels and good brother levi team up for a minute however that quickly stops after they try to go for the pin on brady
1: Well, you can't trust down on angels as far as you can throw him i mean he's been a good wrestler but i mean my god i wouldn't mm-hmm. buy a used car from that of it.
0: uh brady gets to do a triple team a triple spot move when he does two arm drops and a leg drop on all three men at once that was cool. Um, Zicky comes in and accidentally hits Good Brother Levi with the belts, allowing Brady to hit a, k- kick Levi and then hit the moonsault for the win. That
1: suck.
4: That's like Zicky, come business. on.
1: That was not outlandish bit of interference.
4: It was fun, fun though. It
0: oh it God. was a it oh, was yeah, a great fun. match. You know, just crummy that Good Brother Levi allowed to lose it. You know, he'll get it back down the line. But you know, it was too soon. You know.
1: We're in the age of
4: Chris or uh, Chris Brady. Yep. The Chris Brady era has begun. And, you know, what? Get- it's fine because he's he's been awesome. So you can't can't argue that decision.
2: Oh,
0: no, you can't. Um, beautiful moonsault, you know. As one booble says, it's the best in the business. That's right. Our next match is. <laughs> Well, are you modeling it anytime soon or?
4: Oh, maybe. I'll
0: let you know. Uh, uh, our next match is Kikio and Eliza True defeating Izzy McQueen and Amira. Uh, Murphy Madsen was unable to make the event. Um, Murphy, however, Murphy
2: Madsen into Pal Pro Wrestling's Eddie Kingston. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Too soon for that one. It's just one show she's. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Once you get to, once you get to like four, then you can maybe compare.
2: It was mostly um, Kingston. I like Murphy no, Mason. Okay, Kingston. I know. Um,
0: however, it's a two on one match to start as uh, Izzy gets the quick start, uh, but you know gets disadvantage as the you know it's two on one later on match. Um, Amira comes out to start help, and that helps you know the faces start turning the match around until. One Caden comes out, rams Amira into the post, and then takes her to the back.
1: Yeah, it's called it's called revenge. It's called karma. You know, you, you stick your nose where it doesn't belong, and all of a sudden karma is gonna stick its nose where it decides it needs to be. And uh, Mama says it bees that way sometimes.
2: It's what we call a receipt.
1: Yep, that too, <laughs> and an invoice. Maybe a W-2. W
0: two. Uh, w, yeah, it's you know. I'm not going to go from there. Um, fun, fun, fun match. You know, I like the it's the wrestling trope that Corey hates. It's when it's two on one and the one gets the win. But this time we get the two winning.
1: Yeah, as soon as Amira came out, I immediately started
4: rooting even harder for Kikio and her partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh.
2: Corey hates Amira. Are you here first?
4: No no, I just take the whole like babies <laughs> baby faces
1: come out to help other it's not realistic. I I uh, I may have started watching wrestling in eighty eight, but I've been indoctrined into the uh two thousands John Cena era where no baby face helps any other baby faces ever. <laughs>
3: it
2: well, also doesn't
0: help. <laughs> it don't, yeah. uh, the thing does help that it does think it help is the Amira You know Caden feud. So once uh, Caden can come back, Mister Zane, uh, we'll probably get that match.
2: Brian Zane's too scared.
4: Well, I'm sure Brian Zane will cut two or three promos about
2: him. Okay, like Corey, you brought something. What? What it was that man? Like in the '80s, if Hulk Hogan got like an arm drag put on him, 500 people will come out to try and break it up. John's right. getting shot in the face with a gun. People are like, oh, that sucks to be him. Yeah.
1: Nobody comes and helps him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the fuck is that? That sucks.
1: Too bad. I don't know. I don't know why they started doing that. It's stupid. It makes no sense at all.
2: Uh, uh, like they, keep, oh, they always get help. It's,
1: l- it's literally 37 on one out here. Could somebody come, please?
0: Like well, you talked you talked about it earlier the mega powers defeating the entire uh, WCW roster.
1: You no, know, I think it really started at Royal Rumble '94 when they had the entire Hill locker room beat up Taker in that casket match.
0: <laughs> well, he didn't have and, Chuck Norris that time,
1: right? And then nobody helped him, and then he like ascended to the sky
4: because you know oh, realistic and Mar- all.
2: That was Marie <laughs> Genetti, right? Uh, Wait, he says you- no. Wait, Gennetti- hold on. Did Joe just say Marty Jannetty ascended to heaven?
4: <laughs> yeah. Dressed ain't up the as The Undertaker.
1: That's not his final destination, buddy. I got news for it. Chat
0: me up, Marty. Has anybody He's gonna watched... By He's going to fall
1: down that really long ladder.
0: You're going to watch Party with Marty... listen to the Party with Marty show?
1: I can't imagine anything I'd rather do less, including letting some vagrant <laughs> vagabond with wolverine nails give me a
2: fucking colonoscopy uh i'm sorry the what with what joe (laughs) uh
0: party with marty it's his his podcast that he video It's a live one on wednesdays or thursdays on youtube
1: i can only imagine it's a stream of consciousness where he changes topics every two seconds
2: i think so too i have an idea though because you and i got bamboozled and hoodwinked Oh, we did. Lesel here it. said that he was gonna watch Heat every week. Yeah, Jill Lessel will watch this fucking podcast every week in no,
0: it it's a it's a month deep. I don't I feel like I've missed something if I start now. now
1: Sorry then. guys. So so next week we look forward to the one month uh, recap of the first month of party <laughs> party. Just pretend uh, you're Jake
2: Back and it's the Iron Man match. We'll lay out no, for about an hour and a half. Jesus now. Christ. Do Let's me a get favor, the-
1: don't don't watch all four at once. You may kill yourself.
0: Let, let's get to, well, you know what. We're, let's get to the main event here for the Power Championship, as Pardon it is a cas- No, it's a casket match, as it's uh, Zicky Dice defending his title against Drexel As the match ends in a no contest, how you may ask? I'll tell you. Uh, well, Jim first, Ross.
1: Jim Ross will say that's kind of like kissing your sister. <laughs>
0: and he would not know. enough barbecue. And not enough barbecue sauce um oh, God. good brother wait is that the only requirement you need to get your sister <laughs> according to jr maybe uh good brother Levi Mr. Ooh-la-la, and Charlie come out with uh Zicky. however Charlie forgets to put his Michael Myers mask on and puts it on so my- he walks out dressed like Michael Myers um I will say, being a Halloween fan, I'm, try- I'm trying to see which Halloween mask that's from, and I'm going to say it's either from five or six. Um, I digress on why. Cause I, oh, I only, I've
1: only watched one movie. Uh, movie company that goes five or six deep, and that's Police Academy.
0: The the Halloween movies, they're not that bad. Like the mask, you know, the w- mask from the first one is unforgettable. Like is, you know, iconic. The, yeah, second that's one, that's honest, the second one the second one's it's the same mask it's just was sat on on a mattress and in a heavy smokers room so that's why it doesn't look the same. In 4 they do a bad mask. 5 they try to do a thicker longer neck mask. In 6 they try to do the same version as 5. In H2O they use a CGI mask. What about the... in
4: what about,
0: in, in, what uh, about the wrong res-
4: zombie films?
0: I like those masks. I think those are a little underrated. Uh, And the second one, it's half mask because they blow it up in the first one. And then in um, Resurrection, it's Buster Rhymes beating up Michael Myers in Kung Fu. Of
2: course it is. That sounds totally believable. The only mask I like is Jim Carrey's. There we go.
0: Um, They triple team Drexel to start the match until Drexel uh, out uh, kicks Zicky and then stuns both Levi and Michael uh, Michael Avell. So I call him that since. Michael Lavelle, since he's in the Michael outfit. What? Um, What? Drexel uses a chair on Zicky. They fight throughout all world pies. Drexel pulls out a staple gun. He's got a gun. And then starts stapling money on Zicky. Uh, Drexel then starts using signs to start giving Zicky paper cuts. Um, Zicky then decides to put his hands down his pants. Oh! And then then puts them in uh, Drexel's mouth.
3: <laughs>
0: <Hellish>. zicky <laughs> grabs that, the staple gun and starts stapling money on drexel's forehead and temple and then staples something to his tongue
4: fuck that Damn. Uh-uh. 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 uh-uh! Fuck
0: that! drexel's That's about that. to get the coffin shut down on zicky as he's in it however he starts to fight out until good brother levi and charlie comes out and his michael myers outfit and they uh <clears throat> Excuse me, defeat start beating up Drexel. However, Charlie doesn't help and takes off the Myers mask and it's Funny Bone to a huge pop. Leg gasp. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um <clears throat> funny funny bone then pow then Drexel double team Powell, drive good brother Levi through the casket, making the match
4: a no contest. I am one I thing. You, you, sorry, as I say, you you, you
1: kind of, you're kind of worried about a no contest in the main event, but the way they did it makes sense. It does. Yeah.
0: One thing I, I enjoyed this match, this, the chaos, you know, it's a casket match and just, you know, throughout the whole, uh, world pies, you get, you know, that was fun. One of the things I really liked and is that they had Charlie put the mask on outside because yeah. they look at him like, "Hey, you know, dummy, put the mask on." They he puts the mask on while he's out
1: in the crowd, so yeah. you know who's under it. That was a nice touch. Making, attention and to then, detail. To be yep. honest, attention to detail that would probably be missed on both national television shows right now. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then you and then you have him put the mask on, so when Funny Bone comes out under the gear. Everyone thinks, "Oh, it's Charlie, and then he gets the huge pop that he does because, oh, snap, it's not him,
2: but well, also uh they didn't play his music like w w e would <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah i i thought I
0: thought the match was awesome. I thought the whole show was cool. One of the things I know probably it would destroy their um the ring, but it's like the idea of um. Since it was on Friday the thirteenth, and, you know, and you know, nightmare on on uh, Friday the thirteenth, and you had those movies, and the you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first one, when Jason pops up at the end when she's in the I boat,
1: think, I think it's okay to do a spoiler. Oh, I know, all, but I'm i, I was just gonna like say 40 years.
0: I know it. I I know it. Probably it would destroy the ring they have, but it'd be awesome. Like if that's how they brought Funny Bone back to, like you know, he would cut it, a hole through the ring and. Like, Zicky's celebrating, tired, and then Funny Bone jumps out of the yeah. ring like a Jason would out of the water, and then pulled nah, him under.
1: It's, it's too Undertaker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I was just saying, because it's on Friday the 13th and it's going to the movie. Like, I oh, like I know, what but they every, did. Like, I like but what But
1: everybody, everybody would just think of Undertaker, though.
0: Hmm. But Overall, fun night. Uh, fun oh, show. Yeah. Entertaining. You know, chaotic at points, but, you know, that's what you expect on Friday the 13th.
1: I'm looking forward to next month, Joe.
0: I'm as well. Give me, like, I have it right here. As uh, the next card, <laughs> next show on November 18th in Eugene, you can get tickets now, is Multiple Maniacs featuring Wirecard Warfare.
4: It's like kind spin it, the uh, wheel, make the deal, and, like, um... Battle
1: Bowl, like all rolled into one.
2: It is and for Tuesday
0: on Wildcard uh, Warfare, featuring Wheel of Regret. Twenty of the best wrestlers in pal compete in a tag team matches where their partners are chosen at random. The stipulation of each match will be decided with the wheel, with the spin of the wheel of regret. The winners of the tag team matches will then compete in a ten man no DQ bunkhouse battle royal. Where the winner will get some any match they want against any opponent they want at any time,
1: I don't care what anybody says, man. I love the idea that Battle Bowl is here. I am so okay. soaked, t-
0: okay, uh I will tell you first participant
4: announced is f is uh one funny bone so got- announced. Plus, they've
1: announced Zicky Dice against uh, Chris Brady for the Pow title. Yep. And Hammer Brothers against uh, Midnight Heat.
4: Damn.
0: Yep. Damn. So so far, uh, so far already a stacked card for you know with two matches announced, and then the uh, Warfare. So this should be another fun show. Cannot wait for this one. You know, November eighteenth. It is a Saturday. You want to get your tickets now at PowProWrestling.Eventbrite.com, PowProWrestling.com, nosoentertainment.com, Eventbrite, uh, the Eventbrite app, and look for Pro Wrestling.
2: So, just real quick, you gentlemen, because I was thinking about this. I just thought of like a, of like a, just a, like a, a random tag team match. I'd like to see. Tell me what you guys think. And just off the top of my head, just random, I came up with Funny Bone and Caden Cassidy versus Vacant and Brian Zane. What do you think?
1: Ooh. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm fine with that. And hopefully Vacant no-shows.
2: That's that's what I'm hoping. So maybe we'll go with Sonico then.
1: No, you put Eddie yeah. Kingston in, it, and he, won't, he just won't show.
0: <laughs> but you want to get your tickets now. You don't want to miss out, because this should be a... a entertaining night, you know, with all those maniacs. Guys, uh, looking in my research, I did forget one thing we were going to discuss. What's that? Uh, Sting announcing his retirement.
1: That's true. Yes. Answer The Revolution 2024 will be his final match. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I think, I mean, you'd almost have to go Darby Allen, wouldn't you?
2: Uh, for sure, Darby. Uh, it's also guaranteed to be better than Ric Flair's uh, final match. I mean, well, really Sting
0: won't fall asleep. He won't fall asleep <laughs> in it.
1: Hopefully not.
2: I don't. Wait, Joe, you're going to say Ric Flair fell asleep? That's what you're saying happened? Oh no,
0: I'm not. He did. So uh, <laughs> that's a he did already. So uh,
2: I mean, Darby makes that's what makes the most sense.
1: Yeah, because yeah, um, I fully expect Sting, unlike other legends, will go out on his back.
4: For sure, um, did, and that, did you,
1: that solidifies the Darby rub.
2: Did you also, see his it even be promo? like a like a feud? It would just be like I want my last match to be against Darby. Like yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you see his promo? Yeah. yeah. It was weird to me that he brought up he talked about you know he's been in wrestling for so long he did the roads with Flair, um, Hogan get spooked and then he like and buff bagwell i'm like
1: what <laughs> those two were close to hell, dude for like a decade they traveled together
0: yeah it's just the fun thing of like one of these names doesn't belong with him you know what i mean like
3: yeah like luger the crowd, and crowd, then like, buff, the buff bagwell hogan <laughs>
2: oh yeah <laughs> as 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 like, they, i hear yes. you i hear you yeah, I don't think I think that cost thing. I thought he was like, "Whoa, never mind, <laughs> my bad." Then <laughs> and then he then he had to drop the line
0: like, "You know, Hogan put where we're at right now. You know, <laughs> like if it wasn't for
2: him, we're not we won't be where we're at." Um, which is it? I mean, it's nice revisionist history. It's yeah, not quite yeah. true.
1: No, no, with that one I believe. No, no, with that one I that is true. Like it would, I don't think you would have gotten the. Mainstream without Hogan when he did mm-hmm. That part's true I mean it was still been like territories
4: all through the 80s And who knows how that would have worked out Because Cable was going to kill all that dead um, But I don't know That's, a, that's an argument for the time. Uh time Sting's retiring I would assume It's
1: going to be Darby But you never know you, I'm sure he's got a lot of say into what
4: he's going to do And who it's going to be he, like did of... Oh, go ahead. We will. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Corey.
2: You were saying
1: something. Honestly, I, I, I do like that he totally buried his last retirement.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> which was forced on him. Thanks, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um,
2: I just like if it's not Darby, which I, I think it will be. I think you're right about it. It will be. I, I think it, so. I hope it is a. "Quote unquote younger person on that roster, and not just somebody they bring back who he's like faced. With. Yeah, I mean, twelve Jesus Christ.
4: Like well, I also people want over fans online want
1: Goldberg to come in, but
4: of course they want Sting Jesus. to lose to Goldberg. I, oh <laughs> Put him over, brother. Bring back Ryback not, while you're at it, Jesus. I'd rather not have Sting's
2: head kicked into the fifth row in his final match. That'd be great. Right. Uh, yeah,
1: not a young guy. I, I think it makes the perfect sense for Darby. You pass the torch completely.
0: And I think it will be. I think it will be Darby because of them being partners since Stings debuted and why not? Right. Where is revolution at? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't think they have announced that yet. They, they just, haven't
1: announced it yet.
0: There's not even a it date was,
1: for it. Uh, it was in like San Francisco this past year. But they're doing full gear in Los Angeles, so I'm not sure where it's going to be this year. But I, and I know they've had attendance issues, but the pay-per-views are, aren't so bad. But if you're gonna point out Sting's final match, I hope it's a decent-sized arena, not a stadium I, shit. But you know, like a just a normal-sized basketball arena. They run them year, anyway, might as well.
2: Yeah, last year's Revolution. It was in San Francisco. I just looked.
0: Yeah, San yeah San Fran at the Chase. Um, this year is unknown. I think because it's Tony Khan. I think Sting's match if if it's against Darby, I think probably it, whoever it's against, I think will be the main event.
4: Even if it's not the main event, you know where it should be? Atlanta. That'd be cool. They should hold. They should hold it in Atlanta. And you know what,
2: I, I this will be the only time I ever say this. It should be in Atlanta. I like that call. That's a good. That's a good. it's a, a good sized NBA arena. And on that match, for one time only, the call should be Jim Ross and Tony Shavani. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's a good uh, point. Should I be. don't.
2: I don't need my lasting memory being Excalibur screaming incoherently at Sting. I need Tony then-
0: Shavani Ross. And speaking of Shivani, he's paid by play on uh, collision now,
1: which was weird. He uh, he went to Tony and asked. He said, "Yeah, I really want to do play by play on a show," and he fully expected it to be Rampage. He was fine with that, but they gave him Collision instead.
0: So it's Nigel, Kevin, and Shivani.
1: The Shivani being the main guy, and then Kevin leaves for the main events of JR can be
4: in. Oh
2: God damn it, man! I. I don't like the three man booth. It's too many voices.
4: Yeah, I don't like
2: it in any company, not ADW specific. I don't yeah. like it in any company. It's too it's too much. I
1: prefer a two man, and I wish it was just Kevin and Nigel.
2: That's. It was the. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, it's hard to say best because Ian and Caprice Coleman are so good together. Yeah. But Kelly and Nigel are incredible together.
4: Um, quick question, guys: Who has a better face tattoo, Darby <laughs> or
1: Cody Rhodes? Uh, at least with Darby, That's... it makes sense. When Cody showed up that week, I was like, "What in the fuck was he thinking?" Um,
2: actually, I actually haven't seen Darby's. I don't know. Let me look. So Darby I has, has a has st- like
1: forehead. I'm gonna look. He has
2: like a okay.
0: Did you? Uh, I guess he has a bad shoulder, and he does like an X game spot uh, where he uh, goes down a giant ramp on a kid's little mini toy bike and like lands on his bad shoulder. So like, okay, we're got that going still.
2: God damn it! He's
4: full of tattoos. Which one is it? It's on oh, his, on his forehead. forehead. His forehead. Thinking. Thinking. But I've been talking for a picture. I mean, it's brand spanking new, so. Yeah. I only saw a real quick picture
1: of it earlier. Yeah. And so, so I was like, did he have a penis tattoo on his forehead?
2: I mean, he would do that.
4: Yeah, he would. I'm not he would.
2: Well, while you do that. Um, I can't find it. No, it's basically,
0: it's just a skeleton hand on his forehead. But it's like half so, the forehead.
1: So here's my dark horse candidate. You said those two-man two play booths. And you were right; those two are the best. Booker Bonnie and Coleman, or Kevin Kelly and Nigel. But my my dark horse pick is Tom Hannifin and uh, Matthew Raybolt on Impact, uh, or as you know, I'm old face. Fuck Phillips and the Drama King. <laughs> Wait, you mean <laughs> TNA now, right? Since the well, oh, we'll get to that. You're you're, oh, okay. you're, you're jumping ahead. Yeah. You know? oh, uh, okay. but yes, that they are a really good team together too. I watched a lot uh-huh. of impact no, this past week.
2: It's Tom Phillips and who?
1: And uh, old drama king, Aiden English, uh, the guy that did Rusev Day and all that crap. I gotcha. The
2: old Vaudevillain. Uh, I mean, I the, just watch Tom Phillips a lot, so.
1: They're the impact team, and dude, I, I, gotta, I gotta be honest, they are really fucking good. Uh, they've got great rapport together. They're really good. Hannafin, or Facebook Phillips is the, uh, He is really good at just being a play-by-play guy. When he first went to Impact, it was rough because he was still doing all the WWE speak and all the uh, WWE-like bad habits. But it didn't take him long to get out of that, and he is a really good play-by-play guy. And Raywalt is um, a surprisingly good color guy, so that's a good team. Uh, and that that could lead us into my next topic, which I watched Bound for Glory this past week, this weekend. And uh, Joe, I know you won't, but this is well worth three hours of your time. Is it now? It's good. It's on the gimmick and the impact part, but it's uh it's a good show. It's easily as good as the last WWE PLE. Um, nothing like. Earth Shattering League best match of all time, but nothing sucks either. It's just how, good was,
0: start. how was Osprey and uh Bailey? Oh, I heard that oh, that, killed. Was fan-
1: that was fantastic. I gave it four and a half. Uh, fantastic match. Uh, uh Al- Alex Shelley and uh Josh Alexander was great for the title.
4: So uh, um,
1: they kept, they shocked us and had Alex Shelley retain. Uh, yeah,
2: I'm just gonna go through the card. You just give me your thoughts real quick. Yeah, go for oh. it, man. Give him the old respect here. They had a dark match, apparently. Uh, it was MK Ultra uh, defeating Diana Perazzo and Tasha
4: Steels.
1: Wow, Diana Perazzo's on the fucking dark match, which wasn't even on the pre show. Because the <laughs> yeah. pre show the pre show for Bound for Glory is their Hall of Fame induction. Okay. Uh, and it was Tracy Brooks, um, who was the original knockout. But then it was Mike Tenay and Don West. Oh hell yeah! And the video was fucking awesome. And then Mike Tenay being there to to accept for both of them was fucking awesome too. It was good to see old Mike Tenay. Oh
4: that's um, cool. Yes.
1: It was fucking awesome, dude. We're a really good half, really good half hour pre show flew by. It was fun to listen to the speeches. Uh, I, I agree with something Scott Demar said. Mike Tenay doesn't get near the respect he deserves for how good he was.
4: Nope, um, I mean it's kind of a forgotten voice Get it to him, but
1: yeah, like tonight was fantastic, and it was him and Don West were so fun as the t n a announced team and the like I watched it religiously back then, and
4: mm-hmm.
1: the, they were really fucking good, um, and it was fun to watch the video and, and then, so yeah, I can't believe Donna is on a fucking dark, dark, dark match,
2: It's okay. not even on air that's sad yeah uh, i'm guessing then the opening match uh for the x division title was chris sabin defeating kenta
1: yep um uh, you know what it, it was what you'd expect because i will say this kenta gave more of a fuck than he does on most of those new japan shows um but he's still it's all smoke and mirrors at this point he he's He's in that uh, Shane Douglas in WCW 2001 where we said, you know, the, the mind was sharp, but the body was no longer willing. Yeah. That's, that's Kenta in 2023. Nothing fortunate. <laughs> but Chris Sabin's still as good as he ever was. And it was a perfectly fine opening next division match.
2: Uh, Joe, yeah. this next match is for you. In a Monsters Ball match, we have PCO defeating <laughs> Moose, Rhino, and Steve Macklin. All I know is I
0: saw photos of uh p c o s head the back of his head with a ton of of uh tacks in it
1: yep yep they uh, they they put cinder blocks in the ring, put tacks on top of the cinder blocks and like pile right p c o on it. Jesus Christ.
0: And then Macklin got shoved off the top rope. I mean, top turnbuckle through a barbed wire uh, table, but he kind of missed that, like overjumped it a little. I yep. mean, I would too.
1: <laughs> Monst- monster's ball is a lot of fun. It used to be the old abyss match. Or you're in Bound for Glory, they would just put abyss in a monster's ball with whatever big dude was around. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I like the gimmick that they try to make you believe, but, you know, it's bullshit. That for 24 hours before the match, each individual is locked in a uh, dark room with no water or food for 24 hours. No light. Then they unlock the door and send them out. And they all can't see because the, the light's hurting their eyes. and They got to get to the ring and fucking fight now.
2: Oh, so R. Kelly's part of Impact. That's weird. <laughs> uh In a tag team match for the World Tag Team Championship, ABC, which is Chris Bay and Ace Austin, defeats the Radicals of Zachary Wentz and Trey Miguel.
4: That's a
1: fun match, too. Yeah, good, another good match. Both are good teams. Both are smaller teams. Kind of reminds me of the Motor City Machine Guns-Young Bucks feud from about a decade and a half earlier. Um, Chris Bay and Ace Austin are really good, uh, like, X Division junior guys. Um, the crowd's gotten behind them, even though they're also technically part of Bullet Club. And uh, they won the titles back. Good match.
2: In uh, your battle royal of the night, uh, Jordan Grace last eliminated Bully Ray.
1: Yeah, this is the call your shot battle royal. Um, this year it wasn't great. You know, two and a half stars at best. Uh, this notable for the debut of Sunny Kiss hey, in the right. battle royal. Uh, which, when you think about it, Impact or slash TNA—that's a pretty good landing spot for Sunny Kiss. Yeah. Uh, get some more reps. Get on TV more. That's 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 a good move.
3: How did they and
2: look? This... Oh, go ahead. Huh? How did they look? Pretty
1: good. You know they got a big pop from the crowd when the, the old Tron there showed up with the name and came out. and Looked pretty good. Uh, let's see. Oh, Matt Cardona was a surprise entrant, but I think it's only yeah. a one and done. Oh, this
2: yeah.
0: is the uh, this is the match that we said. Oh, Bully Ray is gonna win. <laughs>
1: And he it was, came
4: down to him and Jordan Gray.
2: <laughs> of course he did. Uh and then what's what I can only assume is gonna be uh Match of the Night. Match of the night here. Uh Will Ospreay defeating Mike Bailey.
1: Oh fuck, this was a great match. Four and a <laughs> half, easy. Um Will Ospreay having the time of his life and impact. He said this is the most fun he's had forever on a weekend. Um the next night, he if this you think this match is awesome. The next night at the Impact tapings, he wrestled Josh Alexander, and apparently that was fucking out of this world too. And what um, he tweet? Oh, and he tweeted Josh Alexander needs to be in the G one. Ooh. He said this man absolutely needs to be over there in the G one. Ooh. Um, and he he also said he uh he loved it there and he wants to wrestle one more time. He wants to wrestle for TNA before his free agency contract <laughs> is done.
2: More on that later. Uh, and what I can only assume is Joe's match of the night. Ah, oh, hell no! Trina defeated Mickey James by submission. Trinity, the old Naomi. Trinity, yeah. Uh,
1: it was an okay match. It was good. Don't get me wrong. I Mickey James was better than Trinity. I, I, I mean, understand completely pushing Trinity for the name value and who she's. I get it. It makes all the sense in the world, and they should be doing it. So they're smart for doing it. But she's still not that good in the ring. she's just she tries, but she's
2: just awkward. Um,
1: yeah. but it was a fine match
2: like trying is good when you're on a low level. if you're like i mean it's not it's access t v but if you're on national television, we need more if you're gonna be the top store than trying. <laughs> yeah, we need you to yeah. deliver,
1: and she's just not that good in my opinion, but- Nope. It was over as fuck, uh, though, so, I mean, team. <laughs> yep. And then the main event.
2: Yep. Alex Shelley defeating Josh Alexander by pinhole, which I think, yeah, I think we said that uh, Josh Alexander was probably going to win.
3: Well,
1: everybody kind of penciled Alex Shelley in for a transitional champ reign, but it has not been. It's been four months so far. He defeated him clean as a sheet in the middle of the ring, so it looks like it's going to continue which is good for me because he's one of my all-time favorites.
2: Um, It was a good match. Sort of playing off Will Ospreay's tweet, gentlemen, what if they just did like a trade where they just sent Joss Alexander to New Japan and Impact got uh, Will Ospreay?
1: I mean, you never know. Maybe he loves it. He legitimately loved it there. And if they offer him enough money, maybe he signs with TNA where he would still be able to do Japan shows if he wanted to. You know, Impact has a, you know, what you, they tape a pay per view a month and then you know, a couple days worth of ta- TV tapings and you're free with your, your, your time. You
2: know, it's four days of work. It's, you know, yeah. it's great. So, I uh, mean, if they
1: want to make, if they really want to shake things up, make a fucking play for them.
2: But yeah, uh, Joe, we beat around the bush long enough. That wasn't the biggest news coming out of this event. You want to tell the people what it was?
0: Go ahead, Corey, since you watched it.
1: Oh, yeah, well, they went to this really long video for their next pay-per-view called Hard to Kill, January 14th, in uh, Vegas. And um, it's mostly big stars going to this, like, they're they're in the woods, they're walking around, they're looking for something, and um, Kazarian ends up coming out of the water with this fucking, fucking box. It looks like fucking a pirate bounty. <laughs> Got a booty right there. Opens it up. They said that uh, in order to get to where they're going, they've got to go to where they've been, and it opens up, and all of a sudden the t n a like flashbacks and today and don West's voice are going off and it's um, and then the graphic shows t n a hard to kill january fourteenth and uh they are re they're bringing back t n a
4: as the name of the company starting uh
1: that paper uh
2: is this mostly because just Impact never caught on, like as a foundation?
1: That's exactly what it is. Uh, I, I read a, I read a thing where uh, most European countries who still show them call it TNA Impact to this day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they did a uh, they did a, a fan poll, and almost eighty percent preferred the TNA name to Impact.
2: Um,
4: Which I plus, mean,
1: plus yeah.
2: That can't shock anybody, right? Like if you put up the same poll, like like an honest poll, I bet most people would pick WWF over WWE.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say, plus we've got to the point now we're twenty years in. Guess what? There's a there's a nostalgia thing for TNA wrestling. Yeah, for what for what it used to be, you know, for uh, for that form. There's a there's a there's a nostalgia there for it now. So. And that's at, the, that's at the exact same time that they're redoing their production. They're going to have better cameras, a new set. Everything is being updated um, for that launch. So if you're going to launch that, might as well launch with a new name or an old name. The only thing that's not coming back, and they said this for sure, was the six-sided ring.
3: <clears throat>
1: because the, most of the wrestlers were like, hell no, that thing kills our fucking body. Uh, which was always the gripe. Every wrestler in the world was like, "That thing fucking hurts. There's no give to it."
4: Um, I mean,
2: there's no way to give it. I mean, it's just there's no way to give make it have give.
1: Nash said it made the old steel rings in WWE sound, seem soft.
3: <laughs> so
4: uh, like,
3: Damn. I think it's a good move. Are in I like, favor of it? Everybody
1: remembers TNA, whether good or bad. Everybody remembers it. Impact, even with diehards like me, just calling it Impact never really caught on. It didn't feel right.
0: I called it more TNA than it did Impact, even. Yeah, you always. Even I don't watch it. I follow it, but I still call it TNA.
1: So to me, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to make a move and you're gonna try to make a splash and improve yourself, might as well. Plus, I've been telling you this for a while, even though I don't watch it weekly. They've had a really good year, and they have been, week to week, the most consistent TV show. Now, that doesn't mean best. It just means consistent. Like, we all know Dynamite could be a great episode or off the fucking rails the next week. And Raw could be a decent show or boring as fuck the next week. Impact's usually pretty damn consistent. You know what you're going to get. Sure, there's some bad stuff, but there's an awful lot of good stuff, too. And, Mike, I was going to say this about Bounce for Glory. Guess what? You and me have been talking about how there needs to be a fucking middle ground between the slow-ass WWE pay-per-views and the mm-hmm. overloaded AEW pay-per-views. Yep. Well, there is one. It's the Impact pay-per-views. They're three hours long. They don't overdo it with too many matches. There's not a lot of backstage long-ass promos.
4: It's just three hours of consistent wrestling, and then you call it a day. Hell, yeah. So I'm for one, I'm excited about TNA coming back. We'll see what they do, see who they can sign. That
2: fucking channel that just nobody has.
1: Right, because not only is the Will, I mean, I doubt Will Osprey goes there, but I mean, even if he does, not only him, a lot of those people fired by WWE, their 90 days are over like Christmas time. So uh, you know you're gonna see some new people in TNA. And <sighs> and
0: they they did. They did well with the other, you know. Look at you know Steve Macklin. You know he's not. He wasn't the. They didn't do anything with him in WWE and in Impact. They made him their champion.
1: And that's the one thing Impact or TNA has been consistently good with for the past ten years. It's taking guys released by WWE that you wouldn't think were worth a damn Mm and making them and showing their heights. And you know Big Bill is one of them. Big Bill.
2: That was gonna be my example was Big Bill
1: yeah Mm -hmm. big bill was one where when he came in i was like what the fuck are you doing but it didn't take long to win me over and now look at him uh you know i said for years joe you'll remember this they they were the ones who pushed bobby lashley the correct way
0: yes they did yep i oh i remember you preaching
1: they knew knew how to utilize him as a fucking monster who got over and was dominant didn't guess what w did the same thing and it fucking worked um they're really good at that. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing who comes in and who they have their eyes set on, like, hey,
4: we could do something with this person. Because they've shown they have the ability to do it.
2: Who would you... Like, if you had to give, like, two or three names, who would you want on the wish list of the people who were just released?
4: You know who I'd
2: want?
1: And you know who, (laughs) if I were him...
2: Spoiler, folks, it's not going to be CM Punk. (laughs) No, no. Oh, man! it's not gonna be fuck.
1: he's probably a better fit for the style in aew but if i were this guy and I were tna mustafa ali
2: that was gonna be my name
1: because yeah, he same. they could utilize him to the top of the fucking mountain a lot easier than aew could because just because there's so many people he mm-hmm. he would fit in with the x division guys he would be he would fit in believable with the main event caliber wrestlers, the bigger guys. He can do small versus big matches. He would be a phenomenal fit in TNA.
0: You know who else would be a great <coughs> fit if they go True. Grizzled Young Vets.
1: Yes, they would be a fucking fantastic addition to TNA. Uh that's a good call. That's a real good call. So I'm I you know what? I'm fucking optimistic. You know they're probably going to let me down. But, uh, <laughs> I mean it would be TNA if they didn't <laughs> To, Just the company that almost
0: closed, to the company that almost was on his, you know, deathbed <laughs> at 11.59 with 10 <laughs> seconds left till midnight. Joe, this company sleeps on a deathbed. <laughs> oh, I know.
1: This company was on a deathbed from 2014 through 2017, but somehow it's but that, still here.
0: That, but that 2017, that was the closest <laughs> it could be to, oh like...
1: It was, hey, again, eleven fifty
0: nine with ten seconds left till midnight, and midnight is fully shutting down,
1: and somehow 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 this motherfucker kicked out at two at eleven fifty nine fifty nine. I mean, yep.
2: Corey Corey knows this. Until Pow started, that was the best house show I'd ever been to. Was a TNA house show. It was fun as hell, dude. I still like, have some I, memories of that uh, show. Mile. It was the best show I'd ever been to. Like, sorry, I don't mean to say house show. I mean wrestling show. Period.
1: Yeah, it was just so much fun. It was a fun fucking show, um, and you know what? Let's continue with the TNA talk, uh, kind of, but not really. I just want to shout out the Memphis Street Fight on Collision with my man Jeff Jarrett.
3: Oh, that was awesome! That was awesome.
1: It was so fun with Dave Brown on commentary. Oh, from old Memphis. You mean,
0: Memphis mean ROH? Uh, ROH heavyweight champion Jeff
1: Jarrett. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Remember chaos? When fucking. When Kevin Kelly said there were only three kings in Memphis, BB King, Elvis Presley, and then Nigel jumps in with, and Jeff Jarrett. You're right, Kevin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like that 90-day thing you said a minute ago, it it irritates the shit out of me. Because you need somebody who has cachet. like Like, honestly, it would have to be somebody maybe on the lines, like a star like Punk, or somebody who doesn't give a fuck like Mustafa Ali. And yeah. challenge that 90-day shit. Like, well, you can't fucking t- tell me where I can't work. Eat a dick. When you TNA's, fired me, right? <laughs> well,
1: TNA is TNA's the reason they have a 90-day uh, release clause now. The old Kurt Angle snafu of 2006.
2: <laughs> Boy, and, well, I mean, Luger in 95 also wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But it was after that Angle one where they're like, fuck that. They're not going to be able to just take people right
2: off my TV. I don't oh, know if somebody would challenge that. I, I know, hate right?
4: it. It's so if sweet. They, I mean, the, fire on you the plus the side.
1: Where on you,
2: the can't plus
4: side you,
1: get, you get paid for that 90 days. So that's cool. Yeah, but I bet
2: most of those people would be willing to just get rid of that paycheck and go work. Right? I bet. Well, I guess I'm sorry. The ones who want to make it in the business would willingly get rid of that paycheck to go work.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, I saw I saw a uh, stat earlier that uh, floored me. Did any of you in 2023 have it on your bingo card that Jeff Jarrett would have more matches than MJF, Kenny Omega, or uh, Brian Danielson?
2: No. Uh, of Omega and Danielson, yes. Of MJF, no.
1: He's worked more matches for AEW this year than any of those three.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, the matches in JF's working are not the world title matches. So Nope. What a great use of your
4: champion. Really good out. Yeah, they need to get something for it. Oh, I think it's gonna change soon anyway. Although yeah,
1: I, I take back what I said. I don't think J White's winning anymore because storyline wise, the longer the heel has the stolen belt, they don't end mm-hmm. up with it.
2: No. And also, I don't think that he is connecting with the wider audience the way they had hoped. I He's think it's, it.
1: it's, it's happening slowly. It's just not there But
2: anymore. it's yeah. just going to take a long Because, I mean, hardcores knew who he was. But to the bulk of the audience in America who doesn't watch New Japan, they don't know who he is and how good he is. It's just going to take time to get there. It is what plus, it is. Plus, let's,
1: let's be honest. You couldn't have debuted him worse and did worse with his first four months I, than well, I mean, they did.
2: First thing he just walked on screen backstage, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's when he was
2: still
0: working with New Japan, so that was. But I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> you
2: could still do something better than that.
1: <laughs> they they did the absolute. I've never seen anybody debut as badly as him. I mean, I, I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and this was your best idea,
2: like, <laughs> Jesus man, oh. <laughs> uh, um okay so but hold on so i'm gonna stay on that point real quick joe if you don't mind yeah yeah yeah. i mean if you're not gonna have him beat max uh ticky talk what are we doing here
1: well they've the last couple weeks they've started building a lot of things with mjf wardlow has mjf written on his tape and he destroys people every week and then just points to the tape and leaves uh joe is crowing about another match and Kenny Omega cut a promo. We're saying it's time for him to get back into the title picture. And then MJF shook his hand and said, 13 days, bitch. Because in 13 days, MJF's reign goes longer than Omega's. So they got uh, a lot of shit. I mean, they could always do a title change at that winter is coming show in December.
2: Of the three, I for sure want the Omega one. I think that's the best bet. Especially if he is not resigned, and you're not certain he's going to. Uh, you need to get that match in the ring since...
1: <laughs> yeah, you
2: matches this summer. So.
1: Um, actually, I uh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. I take it back. Winter's coming. Forget that. They um, pay-per-view outlets have an AEW pay-per-view on December thirtieth.
2: Look, a New Year's Eve thing, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, no name yet, but it's it's listed down as an AEW pay-per-view.
0: And maybe probably yeah. might be on Max or Bleacher Report Max. Maybe. I don't know. But that's, like, if they if so. they figure
2: that out yet. I mean, I get, like, if you don't have another option, I get it. But if you have an option of a pay-per-view, you don't want to Goldberg Hogan this shit. No. Make up. people fucking pay for this.
1: And if he's if he isn't re-signed and there's a good chance he may leave, you want to get that MJF Omega match on pay-per-view quick. And
2: mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, right, because, like, yeah. with Puck's there's a bunch burn. of huge matches, so, like...
1: That's not the one you want to go, well, I wish we could have done it. No, right. You need to get that on pay-per-view.
0: And it'll be a good match. And, yeah. And and, and and MJF's contracts is in limbo right now, you know? So don't want him,
2: you know? So actually, I think he will resign. I actually don't think he will resign until after the first of the year, though. I think he's going to hear what WWE says, he sh- and he should. Well, I mean,
1: you've got to be smart. Yeah, yeah, But play it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because all of that,
2: W can offer him. money to be honest, but AEW is a better spot for him.
1: Even if you don't want to go to WWE, you listen to the uh, pitch just because it drives up your number for AEW. Yes, it does. So I mean, it's just business one on one.
2: Well, uh, you know,
0: AEW stopped uh, the 20-year streak of Taker and John Cena's million views.
1: Yeah. Total- no, no, no. That's <laughs> not what the tweet Sean said, spoke. Joe. I
0: know, but- I know, I know, I <laughs> know.
2: Tony Khan has gone full Seth Rollins from like three years ago. Uh, he's somebody's thought, his Twitter oh, away.
1: I thought that I thought that post was clever though, because it was in response to people giving him shit about your show didn't get a million last night. You failed. So he was like, "Yeah, well, their show didn't get one either, and had Takeya and Cena yeah. first time they ever went below a million. I actually thought that one was kind of clever because it was just kind of saying, "You're an idiot, kid."
0: Um, what I was gonna say is about the we'll go back to MJF for now about for a second about how everybody's after him. Uh, good old JR sent me a text about how he's like, you know, he doesn't watch it weekly, like you know we do, and he's like, of course he. They have ten people going after him, and I'm like, it kind to me, I I was like, it reminds me of the Attitude Era, you know, with if Triple H's champ, Brock and Austin want it, vice versa. But I'm like. For them, their stories are intervene, interwinding. Yeah. You know, with, with with all three of them or four, whoever's involved in the title picture. With this, with AW right now, it's Omega wants the title. Joe wants the title. You know, uh, Warlow wants I mean, it, but they're not interwinding. You know what it. I mean?
4: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean. I think it's just smart. They're leaving plenty of options. I think that the, the yeah. smart one is to get the Omega match on pay per view. Everybody should want the title yeah
0: yeah and that's what we talked and that's what like the number one thing when we did the war stories which you can listen to at com, or wherever you get your podcast um the idea is just like you know me we talked about how we love the fact it was if rock was champion triple h was like i need to be champion no matter what if you're not if you're not in this business to be champion what are you doing in this business
1: right makes sense um
0: speaking of uh we'll we're, we're do some uh by the way you guys know uh WWE is doing Halloween Havoc night one and night two
1: yep on oh NXT God.
0: yeah so NXT tomorrow is Halloween Havoc night one
2: with eight matches Corey what are they doing in my favorite pay-per-view of all time
1: I don't know I, I don't understand why they do two week versions of Halloween Havoc on NXT TV when you could yeah. just have that be your fucking October pay per view. It's
2: it's my favorite oh. pay per view of all time.
1: How fucking awesome would it be to see that Halloween? Well, they wouldn't even have a set nowadays. It would just be that giant one thousand foot LED fucking screen. But still, yeah. they could put some cool looking shit on it. Yeah, you know,
3: like, yeah.
2: All you have they to do. They did the in house. It's very simple, right? Just like I was gonna say that. Just like the in your house setup, you have to walk out of a pumpkin. That's all you have to make it a giant yeah. fucking pumpkin. Simple as fuck. It'd be cool uh, as hell. No, it's just the best know, best, best pay per view ever.
1: Fucker. At least for at least for past the days where there'd be some fucking pink ropes
4: around it though. But...
0: <laughs> so last time we talked, uh, we were talking about how um, CM Punk is a for sure go to WWE, and then the two weeks we haven't been on the air, um, that's not a thing WWE, anymore.
1: WWE said, nah, no. I still um, think. Which, which doesn't mean never. It means yeah, not right yeah. now. I, which maybe means wait till November.
4: I or I, um. I uh, so well, there's that. there
1: there is one legitimate stumbling block. Uh, that that's been talked about since before he was out of AEW. Anyway, with him going to WWE, and that is that they they have a really harmonious locker room. And they don't want somebody with a well-known, pronounced negative mindset uh, to come in and just kill it. That's a legitimate concern there.
4: Um, I, I guess it it it's, I, it's, it's not good.
2: They wouldn't be signing him for like years, though, right? It would be a Probably short a year run to generate, even if that. But it would be for eight matches, if that generate oh. some buy rates because they're trying to sell that those two shows uh of course to you know poke tony con a little bit um and like like i'll use seth rollins as an example like he hates phil brooks i'm sure the feeling is mutual uh what do you work I think they would do business together like if triple h sat them in a the room and said hey i don't like him he doesn't like you you don't like him we're gonna put this match in the ring because it's gonna make money. and It's gonna be good. They'll both be professional and do it.
1: Yeah, I have no doubt about that. It's just that they don't want him to even be near the fucking locker room. That's, that's, they don't
0: want he doesn't want to be that cancer in the in the yeah. It's the like
1: room. the it's like the Hogan and Hall and Nash thing in 2002. They brought him in, but they almost didn't because they would have been cancer in the locker room. And in that case, they were fucking right. It didn't go well at all, but. Uh but that's the that's the word Because right now I guess they have a really harmonious locker room where there's not a bunch of crap anymore. And, and if you think about it, that makes sense there because all the almost all the veterans are gone. All, all of the undertakers sitting at the fucking grill position with tape on his fist ready to fuck you up if you don't do what it was said. And, that shit ain't happening no more. And like
2: that's sort of my point, right? Like the environment where Punk was an a- an asshole isn't that environment anymore. Like I know, like, all the people in WWE are friends with the Bucks, and also, like, they're getting that side of the story. I get that. But, like, you, like all those people who he had an issue with, like, the uh, like the, the pecking order, essentially, aren't there anymore. Also, Vince isn't there anymore. Like, he's not there yeah. dated. Vince they, created they, a fucking culture of fucking toxic locker room. Like, he just he's they, thrived. He pushed it.
0: They merge and then say deuces to Vince, so... I mean, we don't that, want you later.
2: Uh, uh, that that news brought a smile to my face. My cold, I mean, jaded, heartless face. So, like, I think I said before the show, guys. Like, Vince McMahon decided to jump in the ring with real businessmen, and they showed him what the fuck life is really like, and he got Wait. fucking played. <laughs>
0: but, Wait, but I Mike, can't, I can't buy this for a handshake and a hot dog.
2: Shit.
1: But Mike, I, I thought Vince McMahon was super uber successful in all of his outside wrestling uh, business endeavors.
2: Um, I'm trying to think of one that worked. Um, nope, they've all fucking failed. Every single yeah. one of them, every single time. WWE New York, XF. Go ahead and think twice. about it for a while. You won't find one. It's, like, he doesn't know what he's doing outside of wrestling, which is why wrestling made him the money that it did. Yeah. When he stopped well, he, wrestling, the while company he is, disintegrated. And
1: while, while he is smart to an extent with wrestling, he also... Uh, nobody talks about the fact that he fucking surrounded himself by the smartest minds of wrestling in the 80s when he yeah. was doing all that shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had fucking Pat Patterson and Barnett and all these fucking
4: names. And Gorilla Monster. that's
2: why it fucking worked. And, you know, Jerry Jarrett on fucking speed dial.
4: Yeah. So there's a like. reason it fucking succeeded.
2: Like, it's not all Vince, guys. Like, it's, I know it's great revisionist history. It's not all Vince. Vince had a A lot lot
1: of fun. A lot of people inside the business will tell you that he
2: succeeded in spite of himself. Like, you know, the last move Vince McMahon was bringing back Nia Jax. That should tell you all you fucking need to know about Vince McMahon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, when the best worker in your company was unjustly fired, you have to bring her back.
0: She's not like most girls.
1: So. Whole, ugh, yeah, no, he's an idiot. And I'm, I, I have no sympathy at all for Vince. Uh, and you all didn't screw Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon.
2: Oh, Bret Hart sitting there just playing with himself, thinking about that image.
1: Just viscerally masturbating.
2: <laughs> uh, so we don't pick, uh, so, Charlotte already uh, killing Jade Cargill? Is that what's happening here? Is that what we're doing? Uh,
3: <laughs> I don't I mean,
2: think so. I don't think that's
1: the plan, but if, if they let Charlotte have any input at all, guess that's exactly what's they to
2: Like, I hope uh, Triple H isn't as enamored with uh, Blondes with Big Tits as Vince was. Cause I, I, I know, Charlotte, no,
3: no.
2: I know Come Charlotte maps to them, but, you know, Jade's new. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Mike, we've seen his type.
1: Jack bitches. Uh, Jade's Jade's what he's digging.
0: That's China. JBL, dude.
1: No, no, just think about it. China, and then mm-hmm. Stephanie once they got married with her fucking workout regimen. Oh yeah, no. Triple H likes those uh fucking buff chicks.
2: So Jade's
1: like, down his fucking aisle.
2: Like I don't want like I Jade and Charlotte will be whatever it's gonna be because they're for sure gonna have that match. For me, the drawing match would be Jade and Rhea. That's the drawing, yep. drawing match.
1: And I think that's why it's smart they haven't hinted that one yet.
2: That's, that's why a, they've had have, Jade on every that's show. That's a
1: WrestleMania match.
2: Yes, it is. When do you think she debuts?
1: I don't know, but they've done a pretty good job so far with her. But I mean, you can do too good of a job with these vignettes. If her first match, she goes in there, blows a lot of spots and
2: drizzling shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a distinct <laughs> possibility. <laughs> which is why. So, we need Jade versus Naya immediately.
1: Right. So they may want to cool it because they're getting into to a fever pitch. I mean, they're doing everything right, but uh, you don't want to build G- it up to where it's more than you can handle.
0: Well, it looks like a thing, the building up in uh, WWE is uh, looks like we may be going back to brand wars. as uh, Adam Pierce is the GM of raw and, uh, Nick oh, yeah. Aldis
1: is the SmackDown GM.
4: Perfect I, role for Aldis, by the way. I didn't know he signed.
1: He signed to be a producer, and then like a couple months a couple ago, months, right? Yeah, yeah, and he was a producer, and then you know, for some reason they don't want him wrestle. He's a perfectly fine wrestler, better than <laughs> fucking. I mean, I love La Knight. But he's better than La Knight in the ring, and he can cut a promo. Uh, he's only thirty six too, so it's not even like he's fucking old. Um, but this is a perfect use of him
2: And he has size He's not small
1: Yeah And you know what the, He's a perfect General manager For the one reason only He can talk He can be convincing Plus when you want to do a problem He
2: can get in the mm-hmm. ring Yeah Um. LA Knight like, turns 41 no, next week Three months ago or something What What was it Joe said LA Knight turned 41 Recently Turns yeah. 41 next week. Um, He got his 41? Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, Didn't Nick Aldis win some title somewhere like three months ago?
1: Well, no. He was in Impact. He signed uh, like a – at the April pay-per-view, he came in, and he signed to work through the July pay-per-view like a three-month to be in the well, title not, match. Meaning that. Not
4: like
2: Defy or Prestige? After, he wins some like indie he, title? He
0: was the NWA champion for the longest time. No, not this year. He hasn't this no, year. No, yeah,
4: but
1: prior. prior. no, no like I'm t- I'm, t- I'm answering Mike. Oh. Uh, no, he just did the Impact thing, and then uh, right afterwards, the rumors about him going to WWE were there. And then, sure enough, here he is. Good
3: use. I,
2: I like the brand split. Like, I like two distinct shows. So don't uh, Especially know. if you... If they are distinct. You know, like, I... I was going to say that earlier. Like, if Max resigns, I think he should do the thing that Punk was trying to do is he, hey, Tony, give me Collision. Like, I want Collision to be my show. Like, separate from the pack and just have two distinct shows. I really, really like that concept.
1: I think it worked while well. they did it. They've loosened up on it lately, which kind of sucks. Although, this past week's show was good,
4: I thought.
1: Like, um,
2: you know, that Ross, out shit, Danielson. like 2002 to 2005, like the split. They were yeah, two entirely different shows. They
1: were oh, great. Yeah. Smack, SmackDown and Raw were nothing alike. Yeah. And that's what you need yeah. to do now again.
0: I It's the funny thing they're trying to do with the brand. It looks like they're going back to brand war with, you know, Jay, who's on Raw now, shows up on SmackDown and he gets fined, you know, 10
2: grand or whatever Just, for guys, showing up. You're ready for that bragging rights pay per view. Right. Well, what it
1: is, is they're going to do brand supremacy and fucking war games and whatever series. Yeah,
2: boy.
0: Which, by the way, I I gotta say, I did love Aldous' joke on uh on uh Dominic. I'm a fan of yours. Shakes his hand. And your father.
1: <laughs> I'm a big fan of your father. Father. Um.
0: And speaking of uh, Survivor Series, they did. It looks like they may be going down to the. They opened a lot more seats up because they're selling out pretty quick, and so they're. I think. They're going away from the big LED light board to go back to this, the simple one, so people can Good. sit behind the stage.
1: I my only worry is uh, by dropping the hints they're dropping on TV. Mm-hmm. You better have to see a punk there. I, <laughs> because, uh, uh,
4: and
2: especially this company knows what will happen if you don't have see a punk yeah, there. Specifically, this company in that town.
1: <laughs> they're dropping a lot of hints,
2: and uh, which is either. Like they're 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 doing the you know the the obvious wink wink tease tease thing, or they are trolling like a motherfucker. I'm here for either one. Well,
0: they're doing the troll thing. Everybody answers. Everybody does like, you know, on the uh, you know social media's USA Network or Fox. When someone does a something, they make a punk comment reference of a theme song, or you know, it's like, all right, you guys are flashing hey, Ron, red Ron, lights. Ron. Here. Ron.
1: Rollins went on Raw said he was the best in the world. Yep, which that's the obvious feud to to come back
4: and start.
2: One hundred percent. Which is why that like promo, which they can use because it was at their event a couple years ago, was perfect because it was definitely a shoot, but you can just spin that into storyline. Like it's, it was a perfect okay. promo. For Rollins and that weird cowboy outfit he was wearing it was yeah, Yeah, uh, I
1: don't know. I got back into Rollins for a little while, but the their clothing is it's too ridiculous now. And I'm,
2: I'm like, what what is happening? Here? Dude, he's like Russell fucking Westbrook. Like what are what are we doing? Yeah. Elton, I'm like prime coke
1: filled nineteen seventy three Elton John wouldn't wear these outfits. What is happening here?
2: <laughs> like Becky. Um I can get get a handle on your man. Yeah, right. What's happening here? You have a kid.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, um, this actually it. brings up. In, well,
1: before we leave, I had an interesting yeah, yeah. thought process. Okay. And talking about punk brings it, in. I want you guys to think about something for next week. It, it, it no time period. It could be any era. It could be now, nineties, two thousands, eighties. I don't care. I want you to think of your favorite year of uh how do i put this Uh, a year that a wrestler had that was the best uh that you think gotcha um just just the one year where it was like man this person this this particular year was just fucking awesome and i loved it Mm -hmm. my i thought i thought it would be a harder thing to answer for me than it was but it took me all of about five seconds
2: and it's Eugene from 2004.
1: Yeah. No, it's like, I'll give you mine right now because it's your guys. As I was really interested in, uh, mine is 1997 Bret Hart.
3: Ooh.
4: That's a good year. That's, that's a, a good,
2: but that's, that's some highs and lows there. That's a, yeah. That, that spans the roller coaster. That's a great year,
1: but that was just so fucking great. That that's that. It was an easy answer. So think about okay. it for a week. Got it. I'm interested to see what you guys say.
0: Is, I, I, wrote, I wrote down the notes under Ask Ricky about Tupac, so uh, we're Joe, good on that. Uh, Joe,
1: if if I give you a week and all you come back with is the core 2011,
0: <laughs> not not even Nexus, the not core. A, no, I'll do. If I do Nexus, it'll be the second Nexus. You know. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, so like, They're all, guys, come on. They were there wasn't just one leader of the group. It was all of them, okay? God damn it. Gabriel it so... uh Heath. Barrett Heath and uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson.
2: Yeah, I, I know my core. So is Bret Hart the best example of like he is thought of as like just a bit ba- like he's a baby face, right? Yeah. He's better as a heel. Is there a version of that that's better than like Somebody who's thought of as one way but is better the other way? In a weird
1: way,
4: yes. Ric Flair. Nobody can deny all time great heel. He's arguably better as a babyface. Oh
2: man, I hate him as a babyface. I think he's terrible as a babyface. Oh
4: crowd loved him.
0: Can uh You can can you can say the same thing for Hogan? Where people loved him more as Hollywood than Hulk. <sighs>
2: I don't In know. I I think it's fifty fifty on Hogan. Okay,
0: well, it is fifty fifty with the crowd. So, um, but um, I think that I think that's it, guys. Um, we got our homework for next week as we're gonna find uh, the, our wrestlers, our fa- our wrestlers' best year it doesn't have to be our favorite, just our wrestler's best year. Um, but you can get your tickets now for uh, POW Pro wrestling's multiple maniacs featuring wild card War- War- warfare I'll say that ten times fast you can get those tickets now at eventbrite dot and that no website. sell it try that again what was
2: that that website
0: was not right try it again <laughs> the eventbrite
3: dot
0: the other way powprowrestling.eventbrite.com yeah, I think so. There you go. And uh, we've been talking for almost, uh, you know, two hours. So uh, brains uh, fuzzed. uh com. Joe's, nos- Joe's word what? drunk. <laughs> you know, I I gotta see if I get jury duty. So I gotta, you know, uh, and then I, I I did my crime, I guess. Uh, but you can go to nosoentertainment.com dot com where you can also get <laughs> your you tickets now know, for to be sure. Maniacs.
1: <laughs> can you please go tomorrow dressed as Big Boss Man?
0: Uh, I got some, I got, I was thinking Michael Myers just to see, or, or I can, if I can take your,
2: uh, Akeem, Akeem Akeem outfit, (laughs) Joe, if you're on jury duty and it's a murder, can you read Boss Man's poem to Big Show? (laughs) Yeah.
3: I got, sorry
0: about your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) He will soon be eaten by worms. Um, (laughs) you can go to, uh, com where you can find all the things we do for you. Uh, you can uh, listen to all of our podcasts. This upcoming one for the uh, Big Trouble Little podcast is the Halloween specials. We just talk about Halloween movies and uh, things we do and do not like or what we haven't watched. So,
1: Can I ask a question? Yes. Do you talk at all about It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown?
0: I think Richard, uh, I think he does bring it up. How Those are the movies he prefers instead of a scary movie.
4: All right. Then at least it's a chance.
0: Yeah there there is a honorable mention for that. Okay. So um you're going to find us all on the socials on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and the Discord at No so right. Entertainment or No so ENT. Nope. Uh you can listen to us on Apple, podcast, Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts.